Hi, my name is Miriam Tomeskin, and this is the Black TV Show Podcast. This is where I talk about my favorite TV show episodes, currently talking about season two of The Cosby Show. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 46, The Cosby Show season two, episode 23, The Card Game. Uh, this episode aired April 10th, 1986. Uh, we start off uh, looking over the Brooklyn Bridge. We usually don't get that kind of setup uh, in terms of an established shot. Usually it's like the house, uh, either during the day or at night, but we see like a sunset over the Brooklyn Bridge. And we see Cliff and Claire are in the kitchen with the, with the professor, uh, Dr. Foster. This is their professor in college. Um, and Cliff is trying to remember this poem uh, that he can't remember. All he says is, she walks, she walks, she walks, you know. And Claire says, uh, let the girl sit, <laughs> you know, like the, let the woman sit. And, you know, he, he's like, she walks, you know, she walks. And Claire was, asks uh, Dr. Foster, like, when is his lecture tomorrow at Rutgers? And he's like, oh, at 3 p.m. Um, and Claire was like, I think you need to call them to let them know that you're going to be running late because until Cliff gets this poem right. And he keeps saying, she walks, she walks, she walks, but he's just wrong. And uh, he, he couldn't remember. He literally went on to sing little... Mary had a little lamb kind of thing so he was like totally off and so Cliff tells uh, Mr. Foster to say what grade he got in Dr. Foster's class I was like thinking to myself I'm like I don't think any of my professors in university would uh, remember my grades let alone me I don't even remember some of my grades in certain classes I took so like the fact that how does a professor remember that like was the class size less than like 15 because like the class sizes I was in were like a class size of 200 students so it's like how would they remember your uh grade like clearly this this professor is like a good friend of Cliff and Claire uh and so he like he has a good relationship and but like to remember the grade is crazy uh, so Cliff got a A in the class and then Cliff asks uh, Dr. Foster to say Claire's grade and he's like, I can't. Students' grades are confidential. That is true. Uh, that is true to this day. You, you're not allowed to tell someone else someone else's grade. Um, a, a prof would get in trouble for doing that. But Cliff said it anyway because he knew what the answer was. It is a B. <laughs> and, so, and so Claire was like, you know, you might got the A. And all of a sudden she says, Well, could you may have received an A, but she walks in beauty like the night of cloudless climes and starry skies and all that's best of dark and bright meet in her aspect and her eyes. Thus mellowed to that tender light which heaven to gaudy day denied. She remembered the whole poem. And I love how... I just I always tell you guys on every episode. I just love how Felicia Rashad talks. It's just she has the voice. Like her voice is just amazing. Uh, and when she says when she recites this poem, she does an amazing amazing job. And so the phone rings and it's uh, Cliff's partner for the game Pinochle. Uh, and he says that he's sick with the flu and he can't play tonight. Good choice to not come because. Now we know with COVID, you know, everyone's so, like, you know, back in the day, I swear when I, or you just, just the culture of working in uh, the, uh, the film industry is that even if you're sick, 
uh, you still keep working. Like, you just have to push through. Uh, I remember there was a, a movie I worked on um, that actually recently came out this year. Uh, and half the crew got sick with the... I forgot what the virus was. But uh, it's like a stomach flu. And, like, it's... Uh, you just... Th for me, I just couldn't stop throwing up. I threw up like for hours on end and to the point where I had to go to the hospital because I was throwing up uh, the, like the acid coming from my stomach because usually when I get sick I do throw up but uh, never to the extent where I'm throwing up acid because that just scared that really scared me because it tastes nasty and I'm like this is not good for my teeth all that stuff uh, so it was very bad and not, like as I said half the crew got it and at first people were like oh I'll just push through I'll push through and uh, people um, finally you know the medic that was on our uh, like crew she was like you, you got to go home and uh, even like some of the actors got sick and it was it was a bad thing and this was like a few months before COVID so it was just like crazy to think about it but now we're encouraged like if you're sick you don't need to go to work because um, especially now with COVID it's like you don't want to infect the whole crew uh, even though everyone's now wearing masks but uh yeah so <laughs> when i think about these situations when they talk about the, about the flu there's gonna be an episode about like a whole like a whole episode in i believe season three about getting the flu um so and that will be a fun episode to talk about based on what we've experienced in the last year and so uh by the way so i didn't know what pinochle was so i had to look that up it's a trick tacting ace 10 card game uh typically for two to four players and played with a 48 card deck it is derived from the card game benzel benziel i don't know how to say it it's b-e-z-i-q-u-e -E. uh players score points by trick tacking and also by forming combinations of cards into meds M mendels i don't know how to say that word either uh, played by four people as a partnership or three as an individual. So that's what I got from Pinochle. Um, they, they do talk about Pinochle a few times throughout the series, but I just, I've never played it. Uh, let me know if you've played Pinochle uh, before. Uh, it's, I don't know if it's like an older game or if, if people currently are still playing the game. I wouldn't hear from you guys if you guys still hear, uh, play Pinochle. And so it's basically what usually happens is once a month, Russell and his friend Homer come and destroy Cliff and Chuck. Uh, that's what this is the way that Claire is explaining it. And they uh, have not won a single game in the last five years. And the Dr. Prosser was like, oh, uh, I would love to play against those kind of players. And Claire's, uh, Cliff says uh, when they win, they scrape the head uh, and they and they also cheat. Um, and so we end the conversation right there and we go to Vanessa where she br uh, brought home mail and Vanessa sees a, a package for Theo and Rudy was like, open it. First of all, uh, it, by law, if, if, uh, um, if you receive mail that's named uh, under someone else's name, you are legally not allowed to open it. I learned, I, I learned about that. Uh, I don't know when I learned about this, but it's, uh, maybe actually, never mind. I just realized I learned that from the Cosby Show. 
That's I'm like trying to think. I'm like, when did I learn that? There's an episode where Claire talks about like legally you can't open. Uh, see, this show gives you lessons. Okay, uh, it's really it really teaches you life lessons. So basically, um, Vanessa can't open Theo's package unless Theo is there pr uh, present to open it. And uh, so uh, Vanessa tries to hear if there's any noise. There's no s noise. There's no smell from the mail. And then Rudy's like, drop it. And Vanessa's like, I'm not going to drop it. And so Rudy's like, hey, I'll take it. And so she takes it and she's about to drop it. And Theo was like, is that package for me? And uh, she was like, yeah. And then so he takes it out of her hand and says, it's none of your business knowing what the package is. He goes into his bedroom uh, and Denise comes in to return a hat. But then she noticed like there's a box on his table. So she's, she's like, what is that? And Theo says he bought a ring uh, for uh, Tanya, which is like it. It it seemed like they're they're you know they're dating each other, but they're not together by the way that they're explaining this. And uh, Denise looks at it, and um, she could tell it's fake. She could tell it's not expensive. And he asks for her opinion, and you know. Um, like how much she would pay for this and she was like i actually don't know how much this would pay um not sure and Theo was like it is 19.95 and she was like did you get this from a tv commercial and he was like yeah and denise points this out like these are not real diamonds um they and Theo was like they they're popular in europe and now they came to us uh for us and denise says uh tanya is not going to like it um, and by these are diamondoids. Never heard of them. Of course, this is probably a name that they made up for the show because you know sometimes with copyrights, uh, they have to make up things that are not real. Um, and we go to so we go back to the kitchen uh, where Cliff and Doctor Foster are talking, and Cliff says, you know, we need to figure out our signal. And ooh, you know Ro Roscoe who plays um, Doctor Foster. I just love how he talks. It's just amazing. So he's like, I'm not cheating. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. You want to win? Yes, but fairly and squarely. And uh, Cliff says, like, do you want to win? Um, you know, and, you know, he's like, yeah, I want to uh, win, but fairly. Uh, and he'd rather lose as a gentleman. And Cliff says, then uh, you will get the rest of your ha hair rubbed off. Because, you know, he has like a bald spot on his head. And so Theo comes in and, you know, says hi to Dr. Foster and talks to Cliff and says, can I show you something? And so they go into the living room and he shows the ring that he wants to give to Tanya. And he says, I need your honest opinion. Cliff uh, looks at the, at the, at the diamondoids and says, uh, it looks 1995. And he, he, he was like, how do you know? And he's like, it's diamondoids. You know, I saw it on the commercial and he was like, you watch wrestling? And he's like, no, no, I didn't watch wrestling. I was, uh, watching an old movie at like four in the morning and it came up. And so Theo, um, so Cliff asks like what the, what the, ring is for is it for her birthday is it for christmas uh and they was like no it's i bought it for friendship and cliff says uh you know she might want another friend um and so uh, cliff says to theo like bring tanya to watch wrestling and during the commercial if, if she sees the ad and she says it's nice then give her the ring <laughs> and so the doorbell rings and it's russell and homer homer coming into the house uh to play pinochle 
Russell and Homer says they're going to be uh, rubbing Cliff's head tonight. So Cliff mentions that Chuck has the flu and he will not be coming over. And so um, Russell's like, okay, well, we'll play cutthroat. With, uh, it'll be all individual. And Cliff was like, no, no, I have a partner, okay? I have Dr. Foster. He's the head of English at Hillman. And, you know, Russell's a happy because it's a Hillman man. And so uh, Russell says uh, he likes to play for fun. Like, we're going to have fun with this guy. Um, doesn't matter if we win or lose. Uh, and Cliff and Dr. Foster, because at this point Dr. Foster comes into the room, they go backwards and they, they're like lightning, you know, because, you know, they're trying to trick their way into the game. So Russell tells Homer uh, about Dr. Foster as fresh meat. And we end act one there and we go into act two and the guys are playing and, you know, saying weird things. Uh, they say they trick their way by saying, you know, uh, we're at the diamond field, you know, I went to the clubhouse, you know, all those kind of words to figure out what kind of cards they're going to use. And uh, uh, Claire comes down uh, with Rudy and says, you know, I'm taking out the girls for ice cream. Do you guys want uh, ice cream for the winners? And Russell and Homer already answers the question that they're going to, they automatically know that they're going to win. So they're going to get the ice cream. And so they, so she's like, okay. And uh, she leaves. And Dr. Foster asks, like, a bunch of questions to clarify how they play the game. Gentlemen, before we begin, I'd like to ask a question. Do you usually play straight partners, cutthroat, or double-deck auction with a widow? <laughs> straight partners. A standard scoring with a Midwest check system. Just what is the Midwest check system? And, like, Russell and uh, Homer are like, uh, this guy is good. Uh, that That's literally how they're seeing it. So we go to the steps of outside the house with Tanya and Theo. And as I said, we've seen this set now a few times. I feel like this is a set built just for season two because I don't think we're going to see this kind of set um, in the future seasons, uh, but they, they really are using it a lot because I think now this is the fourth episode. I could be mistaken, but I think this is the fourth episode that they use this outside set of the house, the steps. And they're both just sitting there, you know, Tanya's reading her book and Theo asks her a bunch of questions. Theo asked her a question if she watch, uh, watches wrestling and she's like, I don't, I don't like wrestling. And Theo says, oh, he hasn't seen any... And so then Theo was like, uh, so I haven't seen anyone except for you, you know? And uh, we cut back to th uh, the game of the Pinochle. And Russell and Homer are doing weird things. Uh, yet again, Homer puts the card on his head. They're, they're talking about, you know, the weather at the baseball game. Dr. Froster has ends up having the winning card. And Russell and Homer, like, look at them and they're, they're like, ooh... And Cliff says, you know, uh, you cheated and you lied. And at the turn of this tr trick, the score is now tied. This like poetry. Like, I love it. Uh, I don't know. I just, it's so funny the way that I, I like how they really incorporated li literature into this episode. And so we cut back to outside with Theo and Tanya. And Theo's reading a book. And Theo's like, you know, I'm not here to read a book. I, I, you know, I wanted to um, give you something, but I'm like, he's basically afraid to give it to her because, you know, 
everyone's saying, you know, it looks cheap. And so Theo uh, is about to give her the ring and also in Claire and the girls are back from ice cream. And they all say hi to Tanya and finally uh, Rudy being the last one tries to sit with Tanya and Vanessa's like, uh, get into the house, okay? And so Tanya's like, okay, so what do you need to give me? And so he gives her the ring and she loves it. She's like, it's beautiful. And he, he was like, you know, your finger might turn green. You know, you might not like it. And she's like, I will wear it every day. And Theo is like happy about it. And so he's about to try to give her a kiss. But Rudy comes out with her ice cream and interrupts. And like, so their kiss doesn't happen. And Theo calls for Claire. And Claire was like, get in this house. And finally they get to kiss. And we go back to the game and Homer and Russell are mad at each other because they're not getting the right cards and they're they're cheating, and they, but yet they're not working together well. And Cliff and Dr. Foster ends up winning the game. So they get to rub Homer and Russell's heads. And, uh, you know, Homer says this is a stupid, t- t- stupid tradition. And Cliff says, yeah, but it's fun. I, I didn't get it because, like, they didn't really rub the guy's head. Like, like I would, like, shake, you know, like, shake out their head to, like, the way that they rubbed it, I was just, like, like, when Dr. Foster did it to Homer, he just, like, pat his head. And then when Cliff uh, did Russell, he just, like, smoothed down his head. It didn't It didn't look like a bad thing. So I don't know why this was, like, a big deal. Uh, let me know, like, from your opinion. It just, like, didn't seem like... If I was rubbing someone's head, I would shake it to the point where they're, you know, uncomfortable. Where, you know, Russell ends up doing that to Cliff. And so then, uh, you know, we end that scene and we cut to the living room where Cliff and Russell uh, are eating ice cream. And uh, Cliff tells Russell that he's fortunate to have him as a son because, you know, Russell gets to eat the winner's ice cream. Because, you know, technically the winners were supposed to get the ice cream, but Russell did not win. And so Cliff um, says, you know, he didn't even know that Dr. Foster can play Pinochle. And Russell's like, it's just, how does that just happen that he ends up the night that we play that he's at the house? And yeah, well, how do you, well, he didn't know that he played well and he was over there for dinner. So that's just the case. And so Theo comes in from, you know, I guess his little date with um, Tanya. They talk about how Cliff gave Theo the talk and Theo says he will much, he'll be as much of a gentleman as Cliff was at his age. And Russell's like, oh, uh, then I might have to give Theo the talk again because I guess, you know, technically Cliff is not a gentleman. (laughs) And so we end the episode right there. So we had a few guest stars on this episode. We, of course, we had Earl, Earl Hyman as Russell Huxtable, as usual. We have uh, Roscoe Lee Brown. Uh, he plays Dr. Foster. We will see him in a few episodes of A Different World, of course. Uh, he really portrays as a, you know, an English teacher, like, or English prof, like, I, and apparently he did had some time where he did do some teaching. But he, like, I would think that he is, like, if I was in his class, I, I wouldn't think he's an actor. I would think, like, he's my actual uh, English teacher. Uh, but I would probably so fail in his class because I hate taking English class. Uh, and so then uh, he's been in The Proud Family, uh, 227, Soap. For this episode, Roscoe garnered 
an Emmy nomination for himself. So that's good for a guest star. That's uh, that's good to hear that he was able to get an Emmy nomination for this uh, role uh, and for this episode. And then we have Bill Gunn. Uh, he is a playwright. He's the one that uh, ho- plays Homer. Uh, he's a novelist. He's had 19 acting credits, So, but he's mostly a playwright. And uh, this was actually, I believe he's in another episode of, um, in the, he's in the third season, but uh, The Cosby Show is his uh, second last credit. He did die from brain disease at the age of 59 in 1989. And the last guest star would be Tanya Wright, who plays Tanya. Uh, You see this happening a few times now where the actor that's playing the character has the same name. Uh, I feel like she was the girl from the hood from New York that came off the street and they gave her a a role. I feel like that's the case. Uh, she's the, she's in one more episode in the third season. I believe the episode is Man Talk. I, I remember her clearly in that episode. Um, but this is her first credit. And as I said, you know, the Cosby show seems like they get people from the streets to come and do some acting. But this led her to do a successful, have a successful life in acting. Beverly Hills, 90210, Living Single, as her name Tanya also, uh, Family Matters, the Jamie Foxx show, the the movie The Brothers, and True Blood. And I also want to note that uh, Sabrina LaBeouf does not appear in this episode, even though she is in the credits. And so the lesson for this episode is Never be too cocky in a game because you might lose. Uh, I That's not the ultimate uh, lesson, I feel like, from this episode. And the question I have for you guys is, are you competitive when playing games? Um, I do get competitive, but when I know I'm going to lose, I just, like, I give up. I just get, I just give up. Um, it's pretty sad. <laughs> uh, but I have friends that are very competitive. Like, they they cannot lose. It's It's crazy. So let me know um, using the hashtag uh, card game at uh, Twitter and Instagram at Black TV Shows Pod. And the next episode is episode 47, The Cosby Show Season 2, episode 24, Off to the Races. I will see you all on the next one.